0: Good morning, and welcome to Overeaters Anonymous, a vision for you big book study. My name is Craig F., and I'm a recovered compulsive overeater. Today's date is um, October the 12th, 2020. Um,
1: Good morning, Craig. This
2: is Nancy L.
0: um, Nancy, we've started already. Today we're reading from the... Today we're reading from the big book, uh, and we are at uh, page 11, the second paragraph. Um, Today's readers are uh, Marge F and Beth W for the steps and traditions, Maria F uh, for the, and Elizabeth D and Nancy P for the text, uh, and uh, the
3: Um I'm sorry, I, I wrote something down on, to um, to uh
0: that's the readers. The reference numbers for yesterday, uh October eleventh is fifteen thousand five hundred and twenty-three. Um, the OA preamble, Overeaters Anonymous is a fellowship of individuals who through shared experience, strength and hope are recovering from compulsive overeating. and compulsive food behaviors, and to carry the message of recovery through the 12 steps of OA to those who still suffer. Our sole purpose, OA's fifth tradition states that each group has but one primary purpose, to carry its message to the compulsive will who still suffers. At A Vision for You, Big Book Study, our message is that people who suffer from compulsive will Can recover through abstinence and the practice of the 12 steps and 12 traditions of Overeaters Anonymous. I'm now going to ask uh, Marge uh, E to do the 12 steps, please.
4: Thank you, Craig. Um, The 12 steps one, we admitted we were powerless over food, that our lives had become unmanageable. Two, came to believe that a power greater than ourselves could restore us to sanity. 3. Made a decision to turn our will and our lives over to the care of God as we understood Him. 4. Made a searching and fearless moral inventory of ourselves. 5. Admitted to God, to ourselves, and to another human being the exact nature of our wrongs. 6. Were entirely ready to have God remove all these defects of character. 7. Humbly asked Him to remove our shortcomings. 8. Made a list of all persons we had harmed. Having had a spiritual awakening as a result of these steps, we try to carry this message to compulsive overeaters and to practice these principles in all our affairs. Uh, thank you for letting me serve, and uh, I pass.
0: Thank you. Now we're going to ask Beth W. to do the 12 Traditions.
5: Beth? Hi, good morning, Craig. It's Beth W. from uh, Bismarck, North Dakota. The 12 Traditions of Overeaters Anonymous. <coughs> Excuse me. Our common welfare should come first. Personal recovery depends upon OA unity. Two, for our group purpose, there is but one ultimate authority, a loving God as he may express himself in our group conscience. Our leaders are but trusted servants. They do not govern. Three, the only requirement for OA membership is a desire to stop eating compulsively. Four, each group should be autonomous, except in matters affecting other groups, declining outside contributions. Eight, Overeaters Anonymous should remem- remain forever nonprofessional, professional but our service centers may employ special workers. Nine, OAS such ought never be organized, but we may create service boards or committees directly responsible to those they serve. Ten, Overeaters Anonymous has no opinion on outside issues, hence the OA name ought never be drawn into public controversy. Eleven, our public relations policy is based on attraction rather than promotion. We need always maintain personal anonymity at the level of press, radio, films, television, and other public media of communication. And 12, anonymity is the spiritual foundation of all these traditions, ever reminding us to place principles before personality. Thank you for letting me do service, I'll pass.
0: Thank you. Okay, how our meeting works? Then press star 1 to mute your phone. In order to have a quiet meeting, everyone's phone, except the speakers, should be m- muted. Today we resume our study of the Big Book on, on page 11 of the second paragraph. And I'm going to ask uh, uh, Maria F. to get us started this morning. Maria?
1: Thank you Craig and good morning everyone. My name is Maria F and I'm a very grateful recovered compulsive overeater from County Dublin in Ireland. The wars which had been fought, the burnings and chicanery that religious dispute had facilitated made me sick. I honestly doubted whether, on balance, the religions of mankind had done any good. Judging from what I'd seen in Europe and since, the power of God in human affairs was negligible. The brotherhood of man, a grim jest. If there was a devil, he seemed to the boss universal, and he certainly had me. And to be honest, I had a hard time identifying in with this paragraph at first, and um, just thinking that, you know, although it was written back in 1938, with all that's going on in the world right now, it very well could have been written today. Um, when Bill talks here about Europe, he's referring to the Holocaust, and he's wondering, you know, why God allowed that, Things to happen in the world, and why God allowed people to die? And he's despairing here about religion. And, uh, yeah, just thinking, you know, I was raised in an Irish Catholic home. I went to a Catholic convent school, yet religion had not prevented bad things that happening in my life, you know. It hadn't prevented my mom being sick most of her life, it hadn't prevented my dad's alcoholism, and religion certainly hasn't done much for my food problem either. And Bill says here, you know, he says, if there was a devil, you seem the boss universal and you certainly had me. And food was my devil, you know, food was the boss universal. And the paradox was that from a very young age, I did believe in God, but I didn't believe that God had power. Because if I did, then I would have taken step one years ago. Um, I thought that I was the one with the power, that I just hadn't found the right food plan or the right diet. Um, but yeah, that I was the one with the power. And Uh, Page 45 of the big book tells me exactly what my problem is, you know, lack of power. Um, And I wasn't asked in a way to believe in any religious code and I've simply, you know, suggested that I find the power of my understanding and today for me it's about having a relationship with that power because while I believed in God when I was younger, I didn't have a relationship with God. Um, And uh, yeah, if I wanted that relationship with God today to grow and to develop, then I need to turn up to God. I need to nurture that relationship and spend time with God. And to do that, I have to take action. And thank you, God, that I was beaten enough by this disease, that I was willing to take that action because I can't think my way out of this disease. You know, there's no chapter in the big book titled into thinking or into figuring it out, but there is one called into action and yeah, I need God to restore me to sanity, you know, to move me from that place of being selfish and everything being about me and me to being selfful, where it's about you and how I can be a service to you and to God and to those around me. And knowing, you know, that there's a big difference between spirituality and religion. And, you know, knowing that AA is one of the largest spiritual organisations in the world and away. and I'm just so grateful to be part of that. So thank you. And with that, I'll pass
0: okay thank you maria all right so now we're going to take a list of names for people to share uh we ask you that if you've uh if you've shared in the last two days that uh, you hold back and let people other people have a turn we have uh, over 400 people on the line usually and uh, we it takes a lot of time to give everybody that opportunity so um who who else would like to share uh, on this, uh,
5: Denise,
0: Larry G, uh, Denise
5: hold, J, Loretta A,
0: go on, N. Hold, hold on. Who was who was the very first one, and uh, the one before Larry J?
6: Denise J. I,
0: I I'm I'm not able to understand you. I'm sorry, It's my hearing. I'm sure.
6: Denise sp-
0: J. Denise, thank you, Denise. All right, I've got Denise and I've got uh, Larry J. Then, then who?
7: Loretta H.
0: Johan N. Loretta H. Yes. All right, who else? Laura L. Laura L. Get one Johan. more. I got you, Johan.
3: Anybody else?
0: All right. Let's get going. We've got Denise and then Larry J. Go ahead, Denise.
6: Hi. I'm Denise J., over Overeater, uh, may I be heard? Yes. Okay, great. Oh, gosh, I can totally relate to the whole concept of I had a religion, but I had zero access to my higher power. Um, I could say a lot of things that I thought were religious, but to actually have a personal higher power and somebody that would something that would work for me, (laughs) you guys taught me that. I mean, holy cow, I'll never forget actually doing some step two work and doing an exercise that was, what do I need my higher power to do for me? And what do I need my higher power to be for me? And I remember before doing it, even saying to God what I call my higher power, please forgive me, but I need to do this to get well. Like, I felt like I was putting demands on my higher power, which I thought was nothing that I was allowed to do. And I just said, I'm doing this so I can get closer to you. I'm doing this. So, you know, my higher power went from something of, you know, being up in the sky and and watching my every move and uh, to actually being my best friend. To being to being there for me to oh my gosh I can just so relate and I and I and I write often and my higher power says you know stay connected to me and I it's been revealed um, of late that my number one job is to keep my channel clear my number one job is to keep my heart open I can't be led by a higher power if I'm seriously turning it him off oh. so wow. I'll
0: relate to this, and um, thank you so much. You. Did we did we lose you,
8: Denise? Larry, my name's Larry G. G
0: oh, is in charge oh, Hold of on, the a moment. Moment. hold on. Oh, okay. Hold on a minute, okay. yeah, Larry. Did uh, did we lose Denise, or were you were you finished? Okay. I'm being told she said pass. All right. Go, go ahead, Larry. Thank you, Craig,
8: for your service. Larry G. from Northern California. I'm recovered. I'm also beater. And I want to personally thank Maria. That was inspirational uh, share this morning. And I'm definitely going to go back and listen to that. I'm glad that we we're recording it. Well, we see that Bill has has uh, completed the first half of step one. He's admitted to his innermost self that he is a goner. He's a sick and dying man because of alcoholism. But he hasn't surrendered yet. That's going to come very shortly. Um, I personally believe that religion hasn't failed man. Man has failed religion. I failed religion. Religion didn't fail me. I grew up in a big box uh, religion. K through uh, sophomore year in college and because of alcoholism I was a very poor member of that church uh, but I'll tell you what that religion did for me that experience um, it planted the seeds of a higher power greater than myself uh, planted the seeds that uh, there's an existence of God in universe and it planted the seed of service because service is a big part of that organization um, I'm going to speak for a few minutes to the newcomer. Um, yesterday, quite possibly, was one of the worst days in the last couple of years. But I want to say uh, to myself and out loud that my worst day since I've come to Visions in May is better than my best day prior to Visions. Um, I want to share to the newcomer that there's no problem big or solved that can be uh, relieved or solved by food Uh, because I have a vision sponsor that supports me because I've gone through steps and recovered because I have a plan of eating, I weigh and measure because I study the big book with depth and weight. um, I was able to get through this weekend without binging my, my way through the weekend. I've got to tell you before May 17th, it would have been, I would have been a 40,000 calorie a day. I would have woke up this morning not wanting to live. I thank Visions. I thank uh, everybody on this call. Some of you know me. I've made a lot of outreach calls. And to the new person, please just come with us. Just try it out. What do you got to lose? My name Larry. I am recovered compulsive beer I pass.
0: All right. Thank you, Larry. Next up we have Loretta, and she'll be followed by Johan N.
3: Loretta
7: H. Craig, thank you so much for your service. And everyone who's on the line that is saving my life today, this is Loretta H., Compulsive overeater, recovered for today. Um... I like the part where I honestly doubted whether, on balance, religions and mankind had done any good. And I came in as an agnostic, and as I heard in the room, is religion is for people who don't want to go to hell, and spirituality is for people who've been to hell. Well, that's my story, and I am sticking to it. And I kind of make light of it, but it's not light Um because and it's interesting i could identify into this paragraph even as bill did because my parents are uh, were in europe during this time they did live through the holocaust the um world war 2 world war 1 and all the chicanery and all the um calamity of that and my mother came over here as a very spiritual being my father didn't he was the alcoholic And um, I didn't, I really was contemptuous about her prayers and how she prayed and the world was, I felt like it was really bad, and especially in my home where my dad continued to drink and she continued to pray. And with God's grace today, I realized that not only was she religious, but she was spiritual because she saved me. Uh, my father never ever hit us, even though he had been abused as a little boy. He only yelled. He had never, he, and that was saving me even in his alcoholism because when he was drunk, he was really ugly. And today, with God's grace, and because I do have a relationship with a higher power, which is beyond my wildest dreams. And I just recently. Um, because it was part of my amends. I grew up as a Catholic, left the church for a very long time, and just came back recently. And I was able to make an amends to the church for my contempt. And the priest was so welcoming. And so I was so humbled by all of it that I am going to do uh, some sort of uh, thing. My girlfriends and I are going to do this little treat about uh, we're going to put a cross on our our. our uh, I, I, maybe this is an outside issue, but we're going to put a cross on our wrist just today that I know I have a relationship with God, and every time one of those difficulties come up, I can just look at that and know that He's going to take care of me, and uh, I have like all this grace today because of working the steps because of God, because of my sponsor, because she started me on this altruistic path. And um, today, I'm not just a good girl, but I do things for the right intent, not just because I want something or I, I want, I'm afraid that something's going to be taken away or I'm going to be found out. And with that, I pass, and I wish everybody a blessed day. And again, thank you for saving my life today. There's a lot of background
2: noise <laughs> that's distracting. Excuse me, but someone's unmuted, shuffling papers during the chairs and heavy deals. All right. Could you please Thank in? you.
0: All right. Next up, we have Johan in, and then that'll be followed by Laura Z. Johan?
9: Hi, good morning, good day. Uh, My name is Johan Ann. I'm calling, I'm a recovered compulsive overeater, and I'm calling in from Fathom in Sweden. Thank you so much for the service and thanks for all the beautiful shares so far. Uh, And uh, I can really relate to this paragraph. This was the mindset I had when I first came to the rooms. Uh, I mean, Look at the world and see what what kind of God is is ruling this world. <laughs> yeah, it must be the devil, and he had me as well. It was it was really like that. And uh, but I was beaten when I came, and uh, I had to I had to surrender, uh, and I did surrender to a higher power. Uh, and thanks to the steps. Uh, and that I got to working in the steps and I got to work in the steps really fast. I had a spiritual experience where uh, the obsession was lifted from me. And I mean, this is the proof that uh, there is a God out there. I tried all my life to get this, this thing, this disease under control, uh, try to control and enjoy. And it never, ever worked. But... When I came to the, uh, when I came to OA, uh like the final place, like the last last house on the block, uh, then it started to work. Uh, through the steps I, I got connected. Uh, I got rid of the things that were blocking me from my higher power and I recovered. And today the God of my understanding is not uh, uh codependent enabler i mean i need to do the footwork to stay connected with god and i do that uh, by working in step 10 11 and 12 on a daily basis one day at a time because this disease is progressive and it's worse today than it was yesterday so my program uh, needs to be progressive as well Uh, and as long as i keep working in step 10, 11, and 12, I, I, I have this connection with my higher power today. Uh, and today I have a certainty of God. I came in as an atheist and agnostic, but that all changed as well. Uh, I can't really say that I'm religious, but uh, I have a God of my understanding, and I have this program, and uh, I get to live a life as a recovered compulsive overeater, which is a, uh, it is a miracle. And I'm so glad for this. I'm so grateful and glad for these meetings, for my, uh, for my vision sponsor, for my, for the, for the sponsors that I get to take through the steps and for this wonderful life uh, that I live today, um, where I don't have to live in the food I, I live in life. Which is uh yeah, it's just a blessing and it's just so fantastic. I'm I'm so grateful for all this. So thank you so much and uh I'll pause. Thanks.
0: Okay. Uh thank you, Johan. Next we'll have Laura Z and then we'll take some more names. Laura?
10: Hi, my name's Laura L and I'm a compulsive reader from Pennsylvania.
0: Oh. Yeah. I'm sorry. Laura. That's L. Okay.
10: Um <laughs> <laughs> I could definitely um, identify with religion made me sick and God in human affairs was negligible. I did go to a religious school growing up. I knew a lot about God, but I definitely did not know God. I had, I had a lot of information about God, but I did not necessarily know God. I also grew up in an alcoholic um, household, uh, teenage parents were 16 and 17 when they had us. My dad was an alcoholic and I begged and pleaded with God and screamed. I mean, since I was a little girl, to save my daddy to help him from not drinking from them getting a divorce i did the same thing with my eating since i was six years old you know begged god please make me skinny help me stop eating with these people terrorizing me and god never showed up and so it was really apparent to me that nobody is coming to save me as a child um and i really felt especially when i got you know to OA. you know, you know, to say to God, like, hey, buddy, where were you back then when I needed you? So this is really hard for me to, I really identify with this paragraph. Um, um, you know, I figured out at an early age that God kind of ripped me off, you know, and that I could probably get a better deal and got for myself and God could give me. And so it just created such self-will. Um, and, you know, I really felt that God probably needed my help because he, you know, really didn't know what was going on. And I just learned from an early age, you know, I got to scan the room, work the angle, figure out how to get the food that I want and get people to do what I want. Um, and when I came in and, you know, it says the devil seemed to be the boss universal. I used to love the one, you know, life sucks. And then you die. I'd rather go to a funeral than a wedding. I mean, I was morbid, you know, um, and then when I came in here, you know, and, and it says, you know, I used to say I hate God. And I don't believe in God, and and people would say, "Well, how could you hate something that doesn't? If you don't believe, if it doesn't exist, how can you hate a God that doesn't even exist?" And that really helped me. And what other what? A, Else helped me was when they said we agnostic means we without knowledge when you look up the word agnostic that's what it means and to take my big book cross out we agnostics and put we without knowledge and i put of god um it doesn't say we believers it says we agnostics and then i could identify in to that for sure um, and i was the queen of an aa you know god is lo- i mean an oa you know god is lost and i heard someone say at a meeting you know if you're abstinent or, or you're in oa um but the power has already found you. You know, I'm just blocked from the power because I eat so much and I have so much self-will. But that the power, like it says in the book, lies deep down in the heart of every man, woman, and child. And then I need to get unblocked. And how do I get unblocked from that power in steps 4 through 9 and how do I have a conscious contact with that power in steps 10, 11, and 12. And I'm telling you, it's been a lot of work. It's not like some walk in the park here for me, but it has definitely saved my life looking at it from that point of view that God was not negligible. Um, And again, you know, that idea of turning my will and my life over to this God who I thought was negligible, um, you know, someone once asked me, well, you, you turn your life over to food, to the scale, you know, to diet, to your size four, skinny jeans, to the grocery stores. You know, I have this big problem that I can't turn the, my will and life over to this negligible God. And someone once said to me, you know, I heard this guy say, he said, turning your will and your life over to the care of God is like deciding to turn your, uh, to just, deciding to let your mom and dad be your mom and dad. It's so arrogant, you know, you're going to turn your will in your life over to that, which created your will in your life. And that really helped me a lot. And you guys have helped me have some sort of relationship with a God that I thought was very negligible and really truly, truly, it was really just me, you know, all along that I, that it was me, the one without knowledge. And, and still I, I struggle with my, with my relationship with God at times. um, But it's way better than it was when I came in and, um, and I hear it through all of you. I can't, I can't know God. I have to experience and feel God. Then I came to believe. And that was just through seeing the magic and the steps and what happens in abstinence. So thank you for letting me share.
0: All right. Thank you, Laura. Now we're going to take some more names. Uh again if you shared in the last couple of days, which means Thursday or Friday, we ask you to hold back and let other people have a turn. Um who would like to share on this paragraph? Madam. I'm sorry, who?
3: Matt M. Oh. Okay, Matt. Who else? Jody C. Jody? Yes. C. Thank you, Jody.
0: There's a lot of shy people this morning, where they're saving their fire for tomorrow.
11: Diane C. Diane. Yes.
3: Thank you. Thank you. Surely I can get who?
12: Shear F. S H I R.
3: All right. Shear F. Can I get at least one more?
13: Craig, I'll share. It's Elizabeth D.
0: All right. Got Elizabeth D. Thank you. Anybody else? All right. That's four. Five. Matt, let's go. Take it away.
14: Thanks, hey, Craig, for your service. Good morning, everyone. This is not both book over here. Yeah, this paragraph was really tough for me. I was really struggling with the whole God, higher power concept because I I really didn't believe in God because I was like just like Bill, like you know, why, if I believe in God, why would He let children get abused? Why would He let wars be fought in the name of God? You know, Christians and everybody, all the religions. You know, I the way I was raised with with the God of my understanding, I didn't believe in God. You know how I was treated growing up. You know, I didn't want to believe in God because how I was. I was abused myself, and I, you know, I, I gained the weight. I was up and down the scale. Like, if there was a God, why did all this stuff happen to me? But, you know, it was just an excuse, you know, to put on the extra weight up and down. And I'm very grateful that I don't have to believe in that anymore. I do believe in a God of my own understanding. I went through the steps. But I do have a connection to a higher power I believe in. You know, I need to have that connection because otherwise I'm just going to go back into the food I've been abstinent for almost close to 30 days now. I'm sponsoring two guys, and I'm living in the heart one day at a time in the solution. I do believe in this program. I do believe in um, spiritual awakening of a whole understanding. I do want to get well. Every day I live well, I am well. This program saved my life, you know, even though I have severe health issues right now. This program does work if you work it one day at a time. You know, this program is is is, is this, this disease is kind of baffling and powerful. It will kill you if you don't. It, it it is a disease of isolation. I do have to do the next right thing every day. I have a routine that I have to follow, and um, just like it says in this uh, this big book, was written, you know, back in the 30s, but the language is true, just like it was back then. You know, um, I had to follow the rules, a few essential requirements, these steps. I have to live in 10, 11, 12 every day. Know, do my nightly review every night, do ten steps every day. Follow follow all those steps, you know, every day. You know, um every if I fall if I fall off the wayside I deprive somebody else of the uh, the getting well, you know. Um I'm not perfect, I'm far from it. But damn I'm much I'm a much better person than I was when I when I first came in the room. You know, I'm so glad I found this program because um I I I am very very grateful I found it. And with that I pass. Thank you for letting me share
0: Okay, Matt. Thank you. Um, next, we have uh, Jody C. Jody, if um, if you're on, we we uh, can't hear you. You may need to unmute yourself. Star one. Jody?
7: This is Jody C.
0: Okay, go. Okay, okay.
15: Um, Jody C. from Indiana. Um, I really focused on that last sentence. If there was a devil, he seemed the boss universal, and he certainly had me. Um, That's how I used to feel. I had prayed to God over and over to, you know, relieve me from being fat. Please help me be skinny. Um, And it didn't work. I just felt like he didn't hear me. I didn't exist, um, so I must just be a sinful glutton. And the devil had me in his grip, and I was doomed, defeated, and going to hell. And that's just how I used to feel before OA. Um, but after coming to OA, I realized that that was just not true. Um, I was trying to not be fat through my own power. What I was really doing was asking God, you know, to keep me on a diet, Um And I realized that, you know, the truth was just that I didn't have the solution yet. Um, You know, what I was trying to do with my own power didn't work, but um, God had the power and the solution was, you know, the relationship with God. And that's what the 12 steps have, you know, done for me
1: um,
15: in my recovery. And I now know that, you know, it's that daily surrender um, um, and that, You know, I I used to feel like the devil had me where now I know that God had me all along. Um, But it was getting to know him and trust him and um, surrender, you know, the willingness to surrender that the 12 steps has taught me. Um, So now living in recovery every day, working the steps every day, you know, I no longer live in that hell of compulsive overeating. um, But now I can live in the sunlight of the spirit. And with that, I'll pass.
0: All right. Thank you. Next we have uh Diane C. Diane.
11: Hi. Thank you for your service this morning. Hello everyone. This is Diane C from Maryland. Gratefully recovered by the grace of God. Um <clears throat> I have so enjoyed these uh paragraphs um in the past week or so. I think um I get maybe enjoy isn't the word, but I have grown. Um I have just appreciated and um, and just have learned so much through all of you through the words of the book but also through all of the shares and I can really relate where Bill said that he he the wars and chicanery were made him sick and that religion fueled his doubts and that he believed that God had negligible power that he was insignificant I've been there and i can see how many of us have been there because of our life experiences and because of what we had seen because we were looking at the results we were looking at the outcomes and bill was irritated he was closed-minded regarding the idea of god as love um, um, on page 10 it talks about how he resisted the idea of god as love superhuman strength and direction he just didn't believe it because he hadn't seen it it wasn't his experience And like most of us, certainly like myself, my pain and my prejudices, my life experiences fueled my irritation. Hearing the idea of God as love and and strength and goodness sometimes just didn't comport with what I would see in the world, as Bill describes. And like many of us, through my life's journey, I have abandoned the ideas of religion of my childhood. And by his grace, through my lifetime, I have developed a different view of God, not a doctrine or a religion, but of a being who created me and who wants a relationship with me. But even that's a stretch. I can't see him. It's really hard to conceptualize him. I need faith. But sometimes I just wondered where my faith was rooted. I tended to wrap my own ideas around the concept of God in order to understand him, and through through my faith and through this program, I have been able to release that because I understand now that I'm not going to understand him. If I do understand him and if I think I can, if I can describe him and put him in a box, then I've made him too small. So that has been such a beautiful development and I still um, am, have learned so much through all of you in the discussion of the lack of power, that God is power but, and that I lack power. And so through this program i have continued to experience him in a different and deeper way this simple religious idea and a practical program of action i had the religious idea i had faith but i still any action i took i sabotaged myself and abandoned and went right up the scale the yo-yo dieting just took over it really took over and defined my life and through this 12-step fellowship, the steps, the big book, all of you, I have seen a model of how to translate what felt like a nebulous idea, even a good one, even one that I could get behind, but into action. There was no action. And so I'm so grateful for all of you and, and the, the action steps that um, that go along with the faith. Um, and so I am so grateful and I thank all of you and thanks for the opportunity to share this morning my past
0: okay thank you all right N- next up we
3: have uh sheer f sheer
12: Good morning uh this is sheer f in northern New York um, so I didn't really want to share, but nobody else was stepping up, and I feel like. Too often I sit here and enjoy everybody else's wisdom. Not that I have any wisdom to share, but at least um, I probably should speak up because this is a program of action, not of sitting around listening to other people. So um, I had many of the same experiences that people have talked about in regard to religion and having negative experiences in early life. I was born a secular Jew. And then when I was four, my father married a woman and they immediately converted to very serious born-again Christianity Jews for Jesus. They created their own religion and it came along with a lot of angry God and physical punishment for me. Um, And then when I was eight, I went back to live with my mother and my stepfather, who I called devout atheists. You know, they they totally ridiculed the idea of God and that um, they said that God was people's way of avoiding responsibility for their own lives and their own decisions. And so, um, you know, I still believed in a God, which was the punishing God, but I also felt stupid for believing in any kind of God. (laughs) And so I basically was miserable, um, you know, ate to assuage my loneliness, and feeling of being completely alone in the universe. And it wasn't until OA that I got uh, a workable spirituality. And I feel like OA is my spiritual practice. When I go to a meeting, it's like going to church because um, we're here together in the fellowship of the Spirit, and that's what church is. And when I first came in, I was told I could imagine a concept of God that worked for me. That was not the angry, punishing God. And honestly, the only thing I could think of was a giant wave, um, like in that Japanese painting. <laughs> that um, just God was this wave that was going in the direction that it went. And my choice was to align with the wave, or essentially be crushed by it. And so every day I would pray to be aligned with the wave, with the good, orderly direction, and. I've had other concepts of God since then, but I loved what Diane said about God is really too big and I have to accept that I'll never be able to put it into a box and fully understand it. And I think that makes it better because then all the crazy things that people do in the name of God, I can accept that they are not truly directed by God. It's just that nobody can see all of God. And so they're seeing little bits and acting on that, and so am I. So anyway, um, I'm just really grateful for this meeting and for everyone who does service and talks on this line and gives me so much wisdom. And uh, with that, I pass. Thank you.
0: That's Sure. <clears throat> sure. Okay, next we have Elizabeth.
13: Craig, can you hear me? Yes. Thanks, Craig, for your service. Really grateful for it this morning. My name's Elizabeth D. am <clears throat> a recovered compulsive overeater in the Boston area. Um, someone early in the meeting talked, I think it was our first uh, speaker, was saying how they were struck by how, when they're reading this, how it felt as if this could have been written. It was written in the 30s, how it could, could have been written today. Um, and I really feel that very deeply. Uh, and have for um, months now. Um, and so many days I'm just filled with fear because of what I see and I get I can sometimes get really, really down when I think about how unfairly distributed the painful consequences of COVID-19 are distributed. In the United States, um, it just seems like the the pain of this is so unfairly distributed, and I get really, really down about that. Uh, and a morbid reflection takes me over, a morbid reflection like I read Bill in Bill's words this morning. Um, and <clears throat> in the midst of that, I'm i am not compulsively overeating. But, you know, I start to expect something from my three weighed measured meals that I know from step one isn't there. I, I know today that the only comfort um, in the midst of the the wars and the chicaneries and the burning and, the, and the, the injustice and the unfairness that I see all around me, the only comfort for me is a prayer to my higher power, which is help me to trust you. Help me to trust you. Help me to trust you. And then lean into service to others. I mean lean in. That's not what I've been doing, I'll be honest with you. I've been in morbid reflection for days on end, but today, because I'm on this line, I'm on this call today. That is what I will be doing just for today, leaning into service. And I'm already feeling the weight being lifted. And um, for the newcomers out there, um, thank you for being here. And please, please keep coming. And with that I'll pass.
0: Okay, thank you, Elizabeth. All right, we have time for two or three more shares. Who would like that time? Who'd like to share? Steph K. Beth K? Who else?
2: Steph uh S T E F K. Steph. Like Stephanie.
0: <laughs> All right. Thank you, Steph.
2: All good. Thank you, sir. Anita
0: L.
3: All right, we have one more, Burning Desire. Leon B. Okay, Leon, got you. All right, Steph, take us away.
2: Hey, good morning all, this is Steph K. I'm in St. Louis, Missouri. Ah, oh, grateful member of OA. I've um, been entirely abstinent since February uh, 6th of 2017. Um, I lost 120 pounds since then and kept it off. Um, but that's not really the big miracle. The big miracle is I can read this paragraph and totally identify with it and be okay with it today. Um, I felt like Bill. I tell my sponsors on Bill's story from pages 1 through 8. That's how, um, if you want to identify with Bill to see if you eat like he drank, um, just look at it and say, did I eat or did I drink, feel, and think like Bill? Where are the areas that I did that? Pages 8 through 16, Bill shows us what he did to recover. And I said, if there's anything that you won't do in pages 8 through 16, and that's what's going to kill you. And so when I look at um, religion, I believed in a God but I didn't follow a God. Um, I was following me because I was the God. And when I first came into LA, I had two sponsors and I told them what I was going to do. And they were like, Hey, okay, that sounds great. You're a real go getter, you know, <laughs> but I was still running the show. I was not connected to a step one. Certainly was not coming to believe a power greater than myself could relieve, you know, you know, could, could manage me. Um, and certainly was not even anywhere any, where close to a step three, you know, following God and turning my will and my life over. Um, because I grew up in a household that I was the marriage counselor. I had two rageaholic parents. They weren't alcoholic, but they certainly had all the isms. And I felt like being the only child, it was up to me. And at age 10, I became the marriage counselor, and I was the negotiator, and I was the one who kept the family together. And that was a really huge burden for somebody so small. Um, And I also had two grandparents that had cancer that lived under our roof, so I was the caretaker, too. Um, So that really cemented and, you know, in stone, the self-will. And I was applauded. I got all the good, you know, at a girl, you are so good, and you're so responsible and dependable. You know, gosh, I was so dependable, and I was only 12. I mean, who knows a dependable 12-year-old, right? <laughs> but anyway, when I grew up, I was certainly a food addict by the time I was six. Um, and so I remember my grandmother calling me a pediatrician saying, you know, can she eat a Twinkie first, the 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 cake the the cake first or the filling first? What would be healthier? Uh, My grandmother was a compulsive overeater too. So that's the kind of household I grew up in. And I came to believe that a power greater than myself could restore me to sanity when I started working the steps with a sponsor that told me what to do, that gave me the tour through the big book. And all I could say was yes, ma'am. And thank you. And that's all I did. And I wasn't running the show. So, Here we are today. I'm so grateful for this program. I'm so grateful for OA. Um, I believe that, you know, God is God and I am not. And every day I wake up and I go, here I am, send me, and I will be done. It's pretty much all I pray. And I sit in God's presence pretty much for the morning and then throughout the day waiting and then just doing whatever God would have me do. So with that, I'll pass.
0: Thank you. Next up, we have Anita L. Anita?
2: Yes, good
16: morning. Thank you, Craig. Thanks for your service. This is Anita L. outside of Philadelphia. And um, I also am very surprised that I'm sharing on this paragraph because I don't really like this paragraph that much, Um, but also because there was a lull. I thought, you know, I do have a message to carry. Uh, When I came into OA many, many decades ago, I didn't believe in God at all. Never heard of the word agnostic before. Uh, However, that's what I was. And due to the desperation um, that I felt at the time, mainly, because I wanted to lose weight, but that was not just it. Life wasn't working. Uh, I conceded, basically, eventually, not at first, to the fact that there is God. And, you know, in the beginning, I was thinking of that religious God, and I didn't really like that. And through the years... My um, understanding of a power greater than me, my loving best friend who is there to guide and, and support me throughout my life, has come to be. And now through prayer and meditation, daily meditation, for quite a while now, I have been building a relationship with this best friend of mine, who I do call God mainly sunlight of the spirit in my soul, and uh, the message I wanted to really share is that I had a, a trauma almost eight years ago happening in, in my, my my family's life, and um I was angry, and about a year later, I was very angry at God. And I just didn't want anything to do with God. And so I dismissed God out of my life. And then what happened next? Because I had no spirituality. Well, the food came back in. And I proceeded to gain a lot of weight. I don't remember how much now. It was so long ago. And then I realized, you know, what am I doing here? I 'm more miserable than I was when I was believing in God, and it wasn't God 's fault that this happened; it was it was just whatever how it was meant to be. And so I said, "Anita, let it go. let go of your anger and and just surrender again again." And I did, and the miracles of my higher power came back again. And I have seen so many miracles when I am willing to surrender and let the light of my higher power come in, carry me, and accept whatever God has in store for me. And that's the message I wanted to carry today. Thanks, I pass.
0: All right. Thank you, Anita. Uh, Leon is going to hold over for the next hour, Uh, so we're going to proceed to closing. Thanks to everybody who shared today. Please join us for a second, unrecorded hour of study immediately following the closing. Share, the share ID for this meeting, it's just finishing up today, is fifteen thousand five twenty six one five five um, two six. We'll now close with a reading from the Big Book on page 164, followed by the Serenity Prayer. Well, Elizabeth B., um, please read A Vision for You. Our book is meant to be suggestive only to keep you until then. Elizabeth?
13: Yes, it's my honor. Our book is meant to be suggestive only. We realize we know only a little. God will constantly disclose more to you and to us. Ask him in your morning meditation what you can do each day